Welcome to Triad Health Podcast. This is the first episode of 2021. Hope everybody had an awesome and safe holiday out there. This week's episode, we dove into the topic of building unstoppable immunity. It's a pretty appropriate topic for the times. Uh, if you like the episode, hop on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and shoot us a review. Give us some feedback. And of course, for any questions, DM us on the IG Instagrams at Triad Health Pod. Thanks, guys. Much love. Boom, roasted. Yo, what's up? We're back. We're back. Yeah. Uh, a lot has happened. I know, so, right? Yeah. yeah. We're going to jump right into it. I think it's good that a lot has happened. It's oh, better, yeah. It's better than nothing happening, you know? <laughs> Tons of stuff going on. It's almost the, end of, almost the end of the year, which is cool. I know. And then this is kind of a pertinent, pertinent, if that's the right word, an appropriate topic that we're going to be touching on today is kind of our thoughts on immune health and experts' thoughts on immune health and kind of what we do to support our immune system and boost our immune system because this time of year is just kind of the, the winter time. The winter time is what just the cold temperatures. Usually people get a little bit more sick and obviously with what's going on with everything else in the world with right. COVID and stuff, it's like a it's it's if anyone can like try to improve their health it's i think you there's so many ways you can start but if you're neglecting your immune health and knowledge of it then you're doing yourself a disservice for sure so absolutely we'll kind of dive into it dude and uh, unless you wanted to touch on something else real quick oh man let's dive right into it this is a great topic and if we can do uh quite a uh, massive chunk of time yeah subject yeah i mean we we go into just just like the reason why sleep, vitamin D, aka sunlight, mm-hmm. and exercise, nutrition, or, you know, boot, how that boosts your immune system. But we'll, we'll kind of do. Do you want? Do you want to start? Um, kind of talking about your your kind of immune system protocol, so to speak, personally, and then I'll yeah. talk about mine, kind of what I'm doing to help, and then we'll go into details about specific benefits of certain things help to help boost it yeah to kind of keep keep everyone listening on a on a so they can follow along pretty easily okay cool so let's open up this can of worms because the the immune system is kind of like this weird taboo subject now where it's like you have all these old school protocols we were just reading in the boundless book about a lot of these old protocols you know take a crap ton of vitamin c and take you know z-pack and you know antibiotics antibiotics avoid cold and don't exercise and you know bed rest bed rest you know know, like of course sleep is definitely going to be in there but let's just you know let's just talk about immune health from a uh, more broad perspective yeah i think if anyone doesn't know anything about immune health it's it's western medicine it's the Mm. the pharmaceutical Americanized medical industry. <laughs> they don't have much room to talk about immune health because you can't get immune health through fake chemicals and mm-hmm. pharmaceutical stuff. No, it's got to come holistically and naturally. And like you said, Taylor, all of a sudden it's almost like a myth that your immune system can do what it's supposed to do. Your body's innate ability to heal. I don't even think you and I even really can comprehend how strong and how a how good our bodies are at healing ourselves so absolutely um, and i've lived through a lot of shit that my body's had to kind of overcome and i still probably can't even fathom it which is which and so if we can't what's the average american probably thinking you know exactly gotta get those chemicals in our body right <laughs> <laughs> yeah well there's actually a statistic floating around i heard uh sean model 
or Sean Stevenson talk about this on a podcast recently. Uh, there's over a hundred million prescriptions written, a, I think a year in the United States. Yeah. Uh, I would bet that even more. I mean, that's, that's just absolutely absurd. The medical system uh, in the United States spends $4 trillion a year. You spend $4 trillion a, yeah. a year on healthcare. And it's, there is a quote that I saw by another doctor and I can't, I'll have to ref, I don't want to butcher it and, 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 or, and or butcher his name, but you know, it's a, it's kind of a bandaid system. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Let's cure the symptoms, not the causes of the symptoms. And so that's what's happening with these, you know, like, like we talked about a couple episodes ago, the United States, New Zealand are the only two countries in the world that allow pharmaceutical drug commercials on TV. And yeah. so, um, you know, big pharma and, kind of the Western medicine rule, rule rules all here. And of course there's a time and place. Like if I get my arm chopped off, it's not going to just, let's, let's do the yeah. natural route. I got to go get emergency services and get it fixed, but we're great at the emergency side. Correct. That is unbelievable. And in fact, that kind of stuff has literally saved my life. Like without that, I wouldn't have a, my, the bladder I have now and the ureters and I, I'd be on dialysis or dead by now. So, mm-hmm. and that's not even an understatement. But the whole um, chronic disease prevention and long-term health and wellness, it is, yeah, not not suitable. It's, especially when you start getting money involved. Absolutely. And it's, but anyways, we can go on and on about that. Um, yeah, there's another statistic that I heard recently that even prior to the whole COVID pandemic dealio bopper, 84 million Americans you. They uh, they get they buy fast food. They partake in the uh, industry entity of fast food. And some of it is because there's like food deserts, but that's not the. A lot of it is just because of the easy access and the taste. It tastes good. Not that healthy food doesn't taste good, but and and it, if people, um, it's just it's interesting the kind of irony behind like you know fast food and processed food is killing is causing heart attacks and all the, the top 10 killers like all, all the time. And we, we just accept it as normal. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Someone was telling me the other day, you know, there was uh, members of their family who were like giving them a hard time about like not having a mask over their nose at a family gathering. And, and they didn't say this to their family member, but she told me, she was like, I, it's just funny because you can't, she was saying in her head, like to them, as referring to other members of her family, like you guys can't tell me you care about your health because you eat shit, you drink shit, and you consume shit. And you're trying to tell me you care about your safety right. when you're eating processed food, when you're eating fast food, exactly. when you're eating sugar, it's pretty, when you're drinking alcohol yeah. weekly. And it's like, it's just kind of funny, but, um, and ironic. Very. And so, it's unfortunate. That I think this is good too that we're talking about immune health because this isn't in the mainstream media because there's no money behind it. All you hear about right now is, distance yourself, wear a mask, wash your hands. There's nothing on there about what you can do to actually fix the problem or really prevent yourself from getting sick ever. Exactly. I mean, you, you, you can you can become, you can build your immune system to become unstoppable. Um, and we're not just saying that as like opinionated, biased fucks. There, no. There's, we can give you, we'll, we'll put references in the, in the show notes. How about that? Proven stuff. This is, yes, tried and true. Bro science, woo woo shit. And I'm a living example. Taylor is too. You know, Taylor hasn't had a chronic illness like me, um, but you're never sick. And, um, and it's 
definitely not because you're just lucky or, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, and for someone like in my situation, you know, I was born with bad kidneys and then I was put on just ton, just a stupid amount of antibiotics and I had surgeries and all this, we can go on and on. But at one point about a year and a half ago, two years ago, I was taking 28 different medications, 28 pills a day, not 28 different, about 13 different medications and 28 total in a day. Cause some of them I take two or three in the day and there, it was either antibiotics, which are, oh man, kind of makes me cringe thinking about it. Of course, when you have sepsis and you mm. could die necessary, but like maintenance of your, to prevent infection, to just continue to take daily antibiotics. Um, or if you just have a cold or a minimal infection, as opposed to sepsis, which can kill you and death kill people, there's a difference there. But you know, the ways that just simple ways that I've gone about doing it to kind of get off all the medication is, is one, my mental health is on point. My sleep got better by not being in the hospital every single day because bed rest is a little bit different than sleep. Bed rest means laying in bed all day. Yeah. Quality sleep too. Um, sunlight and like in the winter time now we're getting vitamin D and I'm taking uh, two to 4,000 a day. I, I use a day. Um, depending on um, just what I remember. We're going to get into a bunch of stuff. This might actually be a part one and two podcast. Yeah, we have to do that. To but about. do you want to just start with those two, sleep and sunlight, slash mm-hmm. vitamin D to start? So those are the foundations of what I did to get off all the medications and completely boost my immune system and turn my life around, turn my physical health around. Yeah. Um, you want to start with those two and kind of just go from there? Totally. So let's first, uh, first, of, first of all, let's bring it back around real quick to – uh, I got what I was talking about with the uh, fast food industry and stuff like that. So over 80% of American citizens have some sort of underlying metabolic dysfunction, whether that's prediabetes, diabetes, uh, something they don't even know about. Hypertension. Hypertension. Cardiovascular blood pressure. disease. Um, dude, it, there's so many things. People, you know, people are walking around with all kinds of fucked up issues with their health, even when they don't even realize, you know, low vitamin D, that's something we'll talk about here in a little bit. But so immunity, first of all, is going to start with what the fuck you're putting in your body, right? So what are you putting in your body? If you actually care about your health and you care about not getting sick or limiting, severely limiting the amount that you get sick, you got to wonder, you got to worry about what you're putting down the hatch, right? And that's obviously if not concern you know obviously people aren't really concerned with that either there's misinformation tons of misinformation out there on nutrition um but the media also doesn't care you know they don't care about vitamin d they don't care about well just metabolic there's no there's no financial gain from having people get healthy Um, but i mean i think there is more productive people i well yeah they can do more of the things they love i agree with you but you You know know what i mean in a nutshell i understand nutshell so the anyways. less people, if people, the less people who get sick, the less money the medical industry gets, the less money big pharma gets, the less money, the less patients doctors have. Yeah, it's kind I mean, of a totally a shit it's show. A little fucked it's up. It's a little fucked way. up. Yeah. Um, really I saw I saw a picture today at Sprouts when I was there, and every meal is a choice. And so, in regards to yeah. what you were just saying with the fast food and food in general, I mean, if you know the cause and effect of what you put in your body, and you that's if you actually know like the how it can help or hurt you, you know, I there's something everybody either feeds or fights disease. 
if you really know the benefits of it and the deficits of certain types of food and you still choose to eat fast food, that's fine. That's on you. But like, if you don't know, like the harm you're doing to yourself, that's the issue. Cause you just not knowing is, is never a good thing. You just kind of know, and then you can make a decision because no one can force you to do anything like that. Right. You know? So, yeah. So we, I mean, we've talked so much about metabolic health and nutrition and we kind of beaten that horse to death. So of course, it's going to start with what you eat. Um, sleep is more important than I think people under, really understand or take a credit, take, take a credit for. I mean, people are staying up super late, you know, watching Disney plus and Netflix or whatever the fuck people are watching these days, super late. They're either on their phones in bed. Um, they're whatever, looking at screens, they're up super late and you know, what like, we're exposed to artificial light so much mm-hmm. and that messes with your circadian rhythm and people don't understand that like staying up ultra late like that it, it really messes with your biology uh and you know we all do it like i do it too you know like i'm working on things whatever you know like i do it so um it's mainly the quality of your sleep too like you said circadian sleep. rhythm but like there's nothing wrong with if you're getting if you feel rested in the morning you know you can, there's still ways to improve your sleep by not staring at artificial light and screens and stuff until the second, the last second before you fall asleep. Right. Cause that, that your, your sleep quality, there's, it's not all equal, right? Eight hours for you on Tuesday might not be the same sleep quality and deep REM sleep as exactly. it is on Wednesday. So, and there are things that affect that too. So like if you're, so, you know, I occasionally partake in weed, it's pretty rarely, but that actually THC can actually affect your sleep rhythms in a negative way. Same with alcohol. Um, what can positively positively benefit your sleep rhythms? CBD. Um, Jack, you just ordered raw optics blue light blocking glasses. Yes, sir, dude. I'm getting ready to get me a pair of those as well. Uh, one of the best investments you could probably make because the blue light blocking glasses, you buy them once, you'll have them forever. Raw optics, blue blocks. Um, yeah, I got the raw optics brand. And basically, you know, within once the sun goes down, once it gets nighttime and it's dark out, that's when I throw them on right. at night. And that's the the science we can get into the science later Maybe but basically that's going to help increase the quality of your sleep of course um, raw optics is the brand i have and, and there's a couple others like you said blue blocks and stuff but uh it just prevents the artificial light from being from hitting your eyes and that will that really will important. Uh, <clears throat> increase the quality of your sleep and you know like like we talked about in the past too sometimes i get six hours of sleep or five hours of sleep and I feel like a million bucks. Um, so I don't think all everyone, the amount is not all equal for everyone. Just like not everyone should be following the same exact diet. Not everyone should be following the same exact time of sleep. Everyone can right. function a little bit differently, but exactly. quality of sleep I think is more important than, you know, eight hours of quality of sleep is more important than 12 hours of fucked up sleep. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone knows that, but that is one of the main, probably the main factor too, because your body heals at night too exactly. and your immune system's working and your brain's clearing and circulating and and so if you, that's that's kind of the foundation if we're going to start from the ground up like a pyramid yeah if you, your sleep's not right like if you could have the healthiest diet in the world could have your vitamin e levels in check be hydrated exercise but if you're getting you know two to four hours of sleep quality sleep at night right. then you might be screwed exactly <laughs> yeah i mean yeah there's so much that happens when you sleep and we don't even know we're, we, Jack, neither Jack nor I are qualified to 
talk like about the science of sleep or going to the deeds. Yeah. You want to listen to somebody like Matthew Walker to get more of the deeds on that. But, uh, there's a lot of things that go into boosting quality of sleep as well. Like I said, you can use CBD, blue light blockers at night, um, breath work, meditation, take a quick cold shower before you go to bed, a blacked out room, blacked out room. I do that. Uh, like I said, take a quick cold shower to lower your body temperature. Um, magnesium in the evening is also really important for muscle relaxation and nerve health and stuff like that. It's fantastic to take before bed, help you relax. So there's a lot of ways you can mitigate your sleep and get better sleep. Um, we're touching on right now, we're kind of touching on the big stuff. I kind of want to talk about some of the other small things that really impact your health as well. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, but so sunlight, of course, is so important. Uh, here in the Midwest, we the UV, you produce vitamin D through the sun. You'll produce over 20,000 international units uh, in your skin if you're in the sun for like 20 minutes with your shirt off in the spring and summer. But in the wintertime, the UV tends to decline here in the Midwest in late October. So you're not going to be producing nearly as much vitamin D, if any, in the winter. However, it's still really beneficial to get out in the sunlight uh, if you can. So like today, it was like 55, 60 degrees yeah, out holy crap, and dude. sunny. So I, I got outside with my shirt off for half an hour. I just sat out there for half an hour in the sun. It's still important for circadian rhythm. And also There's a lot of other benefits. Exactly. Just the, the natural light, especially in the morning, even on cold days. Instead of waking up and then turning immediately turning on light bulbs and stuff, open up your blinds. Let that natural light come in. That's the same benefit of that is kind of why even the wintertime get out in the sun. Yes. Um, eye health, skin health, everything. So immune health. Vitamin D. Uh, please don't let Google News fool you. I, uh, like I'll scroll through Google News and it'll be it'll be like I'll see a stupid clickbait article on a, oh COVID nineteen and vitamin D have no correlation or whatever. It's like that's fucking bullshit. Um, <laughs> And well, so, let's explain why. Because, let's explain why. Well, first of all, first of all, the censorship on stuff is is getting kind of out of hand. It's very out of hand. There are medical professionals who can't even put sound, proven advice out there. Yeah. Um, without it getting hacked or whatever. Um, hold on. Keep keep going, Taylor. Let's yeah. explain why. But I'm I'm gonna I want to find this source just to. I mean, we've we talked about that was one TV. example. We talked about vitamin D, but it's just so crucial for so many processes within the body. You don't even know. It's literally a steroid hormone precursor to over a thousand different gene processes within the body. You need it for muscle health, muscle building, growth hormone, skin health, mood health. Uh, literally, you're literally messing with your genetic code by not getting vitamin D. So even in the winter, um, I supplement with, right now I'm supplementing with thorn. Uh, Thorns D3K2 drops. I'll do like three or four thousand IU a day because it's got a whole bunch of K2 in it mm -hmm. as well. So that helps get the vitamin D absorbed better. Plus, I'm out in the sun as much as I can, even though. So, as much. doctor, just on that note, just as a, a source to back up what you and I are saying, um, this is just one example, but Dr. James D. Nicolantonio, uh, and when he posted this on his uh, social media, it wasn't flagged for false information or anything. So, that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, so he says, uh, and, and this is, he has resources, his sources cited as well, but um, the relative risk of death from COVID-19, your increased chance of death from COVID-19 is 15 times with a vitamin D deficiency 
9.45 times more likely to die from COVID with old age 60 plus. Cardiovascular disease is 6.75 times more likely. Selenium deficiency is five times more likely. Hypertension is 4.5 times. Type 2 diabetes 4.4. Any other metabolic syndrome is 3.5. Morbid obesity, you're three times more likely to die of COVID-19. And zinc is two times. So number one on that list is vitamin D deficiency. You're 15 times more likely. And uh, um, that's just one example. I don't want to just make yeah. sure the listeners aren't just saying these we're too hippies. So they don't talk, know what we're talking about. But that's great. Anyways, so there you go. two things uh, Dr. James mentioned in there was uh, selenium deficiency, uh, vitamin, D, vitamin D deficiency, and uh, this is actually three things, zinc deficiency. Uh, so let's talk about dietary sources of those nutrients. So a uh, big dietary source of vitamin D, uh, number one is liver or organ meats. Number two is uh, small fish like sardines actually have vitamin D. Uh, wild uh, Planet is the... Wild right? Planet's a good yep. brand. They're probably the only brand I really recommend because the ocean is very overfished and unfortunately fucking toxic. Yeah, yeah. It's annoying. Wild salmon. Uh, if you can get wild Alaskan salmon, that has a pretty good amount of vitamin D as well. Nothing like you get from sun exposure though. Um, also... See, I mentioned egg yolks, sardines, wild salmon, liver. Uh, that's pretty much. Those are pretty much the the main. Those sources. are it made it easiest from food alone, and and as most you probably know, vitamin D the easiest access through sunlight. But right. you can also aid yourself through nutrition and supplementation. Supplementation, which is what you and I do in the wintertime here, because like you said, the UV isn't strong enough. And all of those that I mentioned, those also contain a lot of selenium and zinc as well. They're natural bioavailable forms of those nutrients. Um, so yeah, so we just kind of hit sunlight over the head there. Um, yeah, sleeping sunlight, and not only in my opinion, in uh, other people's, and we can put all our references in the, in the source here, but especially from personal experience too, my sleep and sunlight, it gave vitamin D. I, I was vitamin D deficient for a couple of years because I was it's inside huge. of a hospital for over 300 days a year under fluorescent light. Uh, when those two got in check, um, I got less and less infections and stayed out of the hospital more. And then now I'm on nothing. I'm right. completely on nothing. So <laughs> no medications, yeah. I mean. So uh, yeah, dude, I think those two are the foundation. Yeah, if you can, uh, I highly recommend getting some sort of a blood panel done for vitamin D if you know you're deficient, uh, if you know you're inside a lot, if, you know, if you're not taking vitamin D, if you know over the past year, um, 2020, spring and summer, you were not outside much at all, you should get a blood panel done and you should figure out where your vitamin D levels are and how much you need to increase them by nanograms for ml and most people can just go to their primary care physician and get blood work done mm -hmm. um, it's not like it's a 500 process to get your vitamin d checked or just your basic vitamin mineral content level yeah. there's also places that can test your micronutrient you know exactly. deficiency or not but yet i i think even if you d think you've had enough vitamin d in fact n no one in the winter time <laughs> has enough, you gotta get it through supplementation. Depending, again, depending on where you live. So like, well, I'm saying in the wintertime, like here, here in, in the Midwest, Midwest yeah, yeah, when, yeah, when the temperatures are below freezing most of the time, right. so. Um, but yeah, your primary care physician or just your basic doctor is probably the easiest access for that. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so let's talk about some other things in regards to immune health. Let's talk about, th this is a big one, and unfortunately, <sighs> 
a lot of the media and what's come out about, you know, social distancing and wearing masks and all this stuff. And we'll probably get fucking censored for this. Of course, I'm not an anti-masker. I'm not an anti-social distancer. I'm just saying, I'll tell you one thing that does increase your immune health. And this is 100% been proven is human connection. Human connection is so important. Uh, I just shared something that Jack sent me earlier that loneliness is one of the biggest predictors of mortality period. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um that's also the one thing that ha- every centenarian, all the, all the, uh, the blue zones in the world, the five or six blue zones in the world where there's the most centenarians. Um, one thing they all have in common is community and social life, community and social you know, we're social life. beings. And an interesting thing that Dr. Zach Bush talked about, um, was, you know, the, with cancer cells, they're the lonely cells. They're the ones that separate themselves from the pack and they become cancerous. And then they, the longer they're away from the rest of the cells, they become even more cancerous and more cancerous and more cancerous. And so just from a basic biologic level in the human body, the loneliest cells are the ones that are cancer cells. So that just let, let that little micro example come up to the real example of human beings, um, you know, there's a difference between being lonely and, and being alone. Alone time is very important. I think if you can't sit by yourself and be alone and enjoy your own company, you got to work on some shit. <laughs> but feel, the feeling of loneliness and being forced to be separated, it's just like the minim, minimization example of the cancer cells and the, and the health cells in the body. Absolutely. It's so important. It's so important to look, man. Like and if I you think, have somebody you care about, give them a hug. Yeah, you know? yeah. You release you release oxytocin. It's so important. There's <clears throat> we don't even truly understand how connected we are as people. In you know, there's just, there's a lot of misinformation floating around out there about health, general health, and uh, I think it's honestly causing more harm than it is good. Yeah, and I think I think just one more thing to clarify. People who listen to this or people who hear anything, I think it's never been more important to think for yourself and be open-minded. If you haven't heard something before, that doesn't mean it's automatically not true. So the, the amount of people who are like, oh, no, I haven't heard that, or no, that's not been talked about on with my friends or family, or I don't hear that on TV or read that on social media, so it's definitely not true. Like The amount of people who just completely shut off the idea of that even being a possibility just because they've never heard it before. Yeah. I mean, think about this as a kind of an extreme example, but how long it took cigarettes to be thought as unhealthy in the mainstream. It took so I many doctors were smoking cigarettes on commercials for the longest oh, yeah. time. So it took 10 to 20 years for it to finally be accepted as, okay, it's really not good for you. Yeah. And so, so a small example, like vitamin D deficiency, most people, oh, I've never heard that probably not true. So I'm just saying that is yeah. just that is that whole narrow mindedness, I think, will, will hurt more people than help people. Just of course. And I'm not saying believe everything here for the first time either. Just don't automatically think that's 100 percent a fact or that's 100 percent not true. Have an right. open mind. Do your own research, quote unquote, because whatever that means is different for everyone. Totally. And then you can think for yourself instead of just going along with the pack. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think 
because there's going to be plenty of people who hear what we say or hear what other people say and be like, oh, no, not as many people are talking about that. So it's probably not true. Right. That's just a really shitty way of thinking and discovering information. So anyways, a little, little caveat there. Yeah. So now that that clarification is kind of out there, I want Taylor to start diving into a couple of these uh, specific things that he does and that I do as well that have really changed our lives yeah. and as many other people. So cold and hot therapy. Yeah, let's, forward, get, dude. let's get into that a little bit. So we talked about this a whole bunch. So this has been huge for me over the past probably year now that I've been regularly engaging in at least a cold shower every single day, a couple minutes, knob turned all the way down to cold, two, three minutes every single day is huge. Also the sauna, I think everybody on my social media page knows that I am a huge proponent of the sauna and all the benefits that it brings from detoxification. Your skin is your biggest detoxifying organ in your body. Uh, the growth hormone increase, uh, you get almost like an EPO-like uh, blood doping effect, uh, increase in blood plasma levels, small marginal effects, like a couple percent if you're using it like 20 minutes a day. Uh, I usually use that about four or five times per week because it is a hormetic stressor and you are turning on like the NRF2 pathway, which is involved in oxidative stress and stuff like that. You don't want to activate that every single day because then you're not actually recovering you want your immune system to rebound and get stronger. Uh, but the sauna is just, it's incredible for you. Uh, and so many studies have benefit have demonstrated this over the years, as well as the cold. Uh, I first got into the cold, doing cold therapy, uh, cold plunges, ice baths, cold showers through Wim Hof. I was like, this guy is fucking wild. He summited Mount Everest <laughs> in shorts and no, no shirt. Um, and I was like, there's gotta be something to this. And there really is. There's so many benefits to the cold. Uh, one of the, I've, I've talked about it before, but the cold helps you build resilience like no other. I mean, it is, you get in there and you, you immediately want to get out because it's so cold, but there are so many benefits to increasing your nitric oxide production, your vagal nerve tone, which is the biggest nerve in your body. It's very important. It's a very important nerve responsible for regulating your sympathetic and parasympathetic state nervous nervous system states so your fire flight response uh it's so critically important this all this stuff will help build your body's immunity right i think the best part about the ice is also <clears throat> cold shower or just ice tub or cold thermogenesis is this the dumbed down basic foundation of it is a combination of it improves your physical health and your mental health. It's a combination of physical fitness and mental fitness exactly. because it's kind of that, that strategically placed adversity in your life. And you almost, you, you learn to love it. It's, you know, the cold is like my friend. You yeah. Know? It's addictive. But it's, it's yeah. scary at first. And most people would think, why would you put yourself through that pain? That's right. what most people initially, when people see us doing it, they're like, why, why the hell are you guys doing that? Right. Um, because it is uncomfortable, but you get used to it and the benefits of it, not only your mind health, but also your physical health are insane. Yeah. And you just touched on the specifics of some of them. Um, I was, uh, I was down in Austin, Texas recently, and we got to hit up the, the ocean lab, uh, shout out to the ocean lab. They have infrared saunas, which I absolutely love. They're a little bit different than dry saunas. They, they heat the air with uh, sort of light waves, infrared light waves, versus just a dry uh, unit with rocks and stuff like that. 
So we got to use that. And then we got to use their ice bath on the Sunday that we were there. And they have these metal tubs. We've got out at the gym, we've got a Rubbermaid 100-gallon tub that we filled with water. But these guys, they put ice, they put a shitload of ice in there, and they they have a chiller that's like plugged into the side of it. And it's one of those big uh, metal tubs, and they keep it at about 35 degrees. So, I mean, I was like, I think the guy at the front desk thought I was going to die <laughs> because I was, ta- I was talking to him afterwards, and I was just shivering. But uh, it was... Anyways, in a nutshell, the sauna and the ice tub, the two of them are so good for your physical and mental. They improve your physical health and your mental health. And, um, you know, I think ironically, both kind of help me. The sauna makes sense. That's going to help you. It'll help you relax, Absolutely. especially when you nasal breathe in the sauna. Mm. Your circuit, your circadian rhythm, your the rhythm of your heart, your heartbeat will slow down mm. and everything will kind of just calm down um, and post ice. And post cold shower, I I personally feel more relaxed. Yes. Um, you know, if I had any anxiety or any whatever, it's it's pretty much gone. Um, both decreases stress, both improves mood, both lower your blood pressure, improve immunity, um, and then the toxins and also sleep. You briefly mentioned it, but the sleep is the nights I sleep the best are the nights I do sauna at night, and, and but even more so. I, I like I don't even I can barely get to my bed. I'm falling asleep already. Yeah. Are the days I, are the nights that you and I do the sauna and then the cold tub and then yes. I go home and shower and go to bed. I'm like falling asleep in the shower. It's awesome. Like it's it's yeah. It's so the the sleep benefits are ridiculous too. Um, and it probably sound to the average person it probably sounds insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and it honestly like four or three years ago. The thought of doing what we do with this sauna and ice tub probably seemed a little crazy, but the feeling, the personal benefits that you feel and also the benefits you can't really feel right away in in regards to immunity and stuff, it's just, it's, and the cool part is it's both things that nature provides. Yeah. Heat and cold, hot and cold. Yeah. That's the coolest part. And that's, that's what, lacks in certain medical systems exactly. is the knowledge base or the recommendation to do things like this. Uh, my urologist at KU Med even recommended because I have chronic flank pain. My my kidneys are almost twice the size of a normal male adult. And so as you can imagine, when something is like swollen like that, it can be uncomfortable. So he actually recommended about a year ago, start doing some sauna stuff. And oh my, I mean, that's for me, the just the immediate pain relief post sauna, yeah, it goes from like a five out of ten to like a two out of ten, just from that. And the it's, same with the ice. Yeah. And so that's another example. Some but, of that has to do with the nitric oxide production, but also mm-hmm. the sweating out of toxins and increasing IGF one and growth hormone and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. And you you Taylor were mentioning how like you're you feel like your immune health has gotten even better because you were you were training as much, if not more, overtraining, but not recovering enough. And Correct. I am the same exact way. So you want to go into just talk yes. about that for a sec? Because even if you're not training as much as Taylor and I do, maybe you're just uh, getting 150 minutes, you know, 30 minutes a day or whatever of, mm-hmm. of movement a week. If you're not, there's still a, a need and necessity for recovery and cool down for anyone. Right. Um, so go, yeah. go ahead and just we, touch on that if you want. We do a lot of lifting now. That's like primarily what we, what Jack and I do. We do a ton of lifting. I mean, and for me, I've always been a smaller guy. I'm 
my training has changed. I used to do a ton of CrossFit, ton of Metcons, stuff like that. I do a body lot weight, less body weight, gymnastics. I do a lot less of that stuff now, and we do a lot more lifting. We do a lot more powerlifting, bodybuilding, stuff like that. Stuff that actually, you know, resistance training, building muscle, hypertrophy, all that stuff. Still very sprints. functional. Very functional still. Uh, I consider a lot of bodybuilding stuff actually pretty functional because you're actually building muscle. Um, yeah. You know, we also do kettlebell training. We do a bunch of stuff. But you know, back when I, you know, over the years, for me, it wasn't really getting sick, sick per se, like with the flu or pneumonia or anything like that. Um, but every year I've had some sort of sinus issue, whether it's a sinus infection or something like that. And this year, this 2020 year, I've had zero. I, I mean, I had a little like I had some sniffles for like two days back in like, I don't know, October, maybe. And it was done. Uh, and, you know, knock on wood, I haven't had anything else. But I attribute a lot of that to the fact that I take a lot more time to recover. You know, so like on Sunday, today's Sunday, uh, you know, I probably could have trained. I probably could have done an upper body workout or something like that. But I hit it really hard the past two days. Uh, heavy deads on Friday, you know, we sprinted on Saturday. You know, we, we did a bunch of stuff. An like, insane leg workout finished with assault bike sprints yesterday on Saturday. Yeah. So. And yeah. Uh, so today it was sauna and sunlight and, and chill and stuff like that. But so my point being, if you're not recovering, if you're on the other side of the end, we talk about talk a lot about unhealth, but if you're on the other side of the equation and you're training a ton, you're doing multiple workouts a day and you're not – eating enough, you're not sleeping enough, you're not covering enough between the workouts, you're going to cause a lot of oxidative stress, you're going to cause a lot of damage to your body doing that. And you're not going to heal, your body's going to be trying to repair itself constantly, it's going to take away from other aspects of your health, and you're definitely going to get sick. I mean, that's just for, that's just for sure going to happen. I experienced the same thing, and I, even, I, you, I saw it time and again with the professional CrossFitters and CrossFit Games athletes and college athletes that I was training with for years on San Diego and here in Kansas City as well. Is, um, right on cue, you know, w one of my training buddies or, or friends in the, um, in the fitness world would come down with some sort of illness. Because, and almost always, it's not because they're eating fast food or anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's, a lot of it's just they're taxing their, their, their immune system, their nervous system, their, their CNS, everything, right. and they're just not recovering enough. And if you're over overstressed too, if you, yeah. if you had a job on top of that and a family to take care of or something when like that. When you're stuffing and, yourself with caffeine and fucking up your adrenal health. Exactly. And then, There's and a lot so, of things that play into it, of course. But, uh, but the fact that you and I have all of a sudden not neglected recovery and we're now taking care of our bodies when we're outside the gym – when it comes physical, I, we always take care of our bodies with our nutrition and stuff, but like now the physical body through recovery methods like the sauna, the ice tub, cold shower, mobility, stretching, you know, that, that's been a game changer for me and that sounds like for you as well. Those so. are big. Um, if anybody out there has had any issues with sinus infections in the past or upper respiratory infections, you know, allergies, uh, there's a couple things that I do now daily that I think will help, uh, not just allergies and stuff like that, but it's just an overall improvement in your health and lifestyle. One is invest in a really awesome uh, air filter for your room. So I actually have two air filters in my room now. <laughs> One that I got a while back called a Levoit, uh, or Levoit, I'm not sure. Uh, it's just a standard air filter, filters all kinds of 
you know, dust and mold and pollen and stuff like that in your air. You can't even see. And then I actually got a new one for Christmas that I, so I have them both running now. <laughs> and one of them is like a bigger, like Honeywell air purifier, literally cleans the air of mold, pollen, dust, dust stuff mites. coming off your dog, who knows what, dog anger, yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Uh, you would not even fucking believe uh, how important it is to have clean air quality in your in your living space, wherever it is. Put some plants, put some low light house plants yeah. in. Yeah, it's big, man. It's people, you know that point, those types of house plants like naturally purify the air as well. They do, yeah. Which is which is insane to think about. It's pretty freaking. It's, it's actually that's true, yeah. um, especially in uh, like high traffic areas of where you live it's so yeah. important to have that which is why you have the filter and the plants in the room yes yeah, sir dude. jack talks a lot both of i both jack and i are big into nasal breathing which has a huge impact on your sinuses allergies stuff like that i take my mouth every night um before i go to sleep now i i use uh somnifix mouth strips you know i look like a probably total weirdo but dude it helps man it really does help. yeah you would not even believe. I mean, most, a lot of people uh, have issues with, and I guess I wasn't necessarily one of them, but I definitely would wake up with my mouth open, and I it, it affects your dental health. It affects the way you breathe, your jaw alignment, your jaw everything. alignment, and quality of sleep. And that comes back sleep. to the whole immune system. Absolutely. I'll put a little piece of scotch tape, like a little, uh, probably scotch tape is just probably just right in the middle of my mouth, of my lips. It doesn't cover my whole lip, but I'll put it like right in the middle. So it's probably like an inch wide and an inch tall. And so that's just enough to keep my mouth shut when I'm in my deep, deep sleep. And yeah, the natural filtration system in your, in your, in your nasal cavity and your nose. And, and it helps with, um, you know, getting the proper oxygen to your body and even, and even more usable oxygen to your body. And, you know, even during our workouts, there's times where between sets or between assault bike sprints, I'll try to only nasal breathe. Right. And so, um, yeah, because you have a filtration system in your nose. So when you nasal breathe, the stuff that goes in there is not going to make you as susceptible to getting sick as when you breathe through your mouth. Right. You also um, uh, you also produce nitric oxide when you breathe through your nostrils. And you can your, – your nose, unlike your mouth, can actually uh, – it actually it filters air and um, regulates temperature as well. Exactly. Yep. And there's a couple. There's more than a couple, but there's some really good books out there. There was a journalist who spent like most of his career just researching breathing techniques from experts and stuff. I can't remember what's his name again. Um, he was on Rogan, and he's had his book is amazing. Um, I'm drawing a blank on his name all of a sudden. Uh, James Nestor. James Nestor. Yeah. Boom. So James Nestor, Google or YouTube his name, and and uh, it'll be it'll be really cool. And also another good resource is Dr. Rhonda Patrick in regards to the sauna, amongst other things. But really, her sauna content, sauna and vitamin D. She's yeah, she's got some really good stuff on there. So that's another good source to have. Um, Ben Greenfield Taylor is looking at his book called Boundless right now. Mm -hmm. Ben Greenfield, and he this is this book isn't just his narrow minded opinion. He has all these different types of doctors and field experts all across the world that have contributed to the book called Boundless. So that's another great resource. Uh, and one more I want to throw out there before I forget is Dr. Zach Bush. Zach Bush is great. He's got some amazing content on everything we've been talking about here, immune health, and it's it's all been proven. So, yeah, um, 
so some other little things you can do for your immune health, some daily things. Uh, one, one thing I've talked about a lot is bone broth. Cal fire, bro. Cal fire. And there's another brand I use from time to time called Bonafide. They're, they actually have frozen broth. It's, it's frozen. All you got to do is thaw it out. Is that at Natural Grocers? Yeah, Natural Grocers. Okay, that's where I saw it. Yeah, because Kettle Fire is what I usually use. I use Kettle and Fire as well, and I'll do like 8 to 10 ounces or so. I just heat it up. What did you put in last time you get? I was at your place and you made some for me? Didn't you put like turmeric or raw honey in or something? Or I put, uh, every now and then I put hydrolyzed collagen peptides in there. That's what it was. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, Yeah, why would you put raw honey? I I wasn't thinking. a little weird. Yeah, (laughs) Savory and sweet, not the best. Uh, raw honey, not like Cooper's or Men store honey. brand yeah. junk. If raw honey, like YS uh, Eco Bee Farms, or there's another brand I've been using from natural grocers called like Apitotherapy. I'm not Apitotherapy. I don't know what it's called. It's a both of these are raw honey, like pure raw. And, and the way you know process. is it's congealed. It's like a solid. Right. You have to. It's. It's not a liquid honey. That's when you know it's legit raw honey. It's one of the easiest ways. Honey is <laughs> one of the most evolutionarily consistent foods. Uh, if you, like a lot of these uh, hunter-gatherer tribes are still around, like the Hadza, the Hadza tribe. They will go out of their way to find honey. Uh, kids will climb these insanely tall trees just to get honey. Mm-hmm. Um, honey, if they can uh, hunt and kill an animal. They go a lot for the organs. They consume, you know, liver, heart, kidney, which boosts all immune these, health. All these organs that contain all these different nutrients, bioavailable vitamins, uh, peptides, all sorts of things. Um, but honey is another one of those really fascinating foods. That's I think the four easiest that I consume on a weekly basis that not only helps with your overall health but specifically your immune health is the bone broth, bone broth, the yeah. organ meats, so the it, the raw honey and the turmeric. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. Those are four. Oh, well, and also the Redmond's real salt. I think salt. So I, the, I don't want to find salt, but those are like the five things that every single week I have. And uh, they're really, it's not, especially the turmeric, the raw honey, this, and the salt. The Redmond's is the brand that I have and Taylor, Taylor uses as well. But those are the three. Those are, it requires no cooking. It's like seasoning. Yeah. It's just a little additive. And the benefits of those for your immune health and micronutrient sufficiency is mind-blowing hydration is big too i think we we've talked touched on that of course in, in past episodes but high quality water is so important that it's it's literally so important that i started investing in uh just i buy like 12 packs of the glass bottles of mountain valley spring water yep it's so important to know what's in your water because if you're just drinking tap water uh there have been a bunch of studies. I actually heard from Sean Model recently that Sean Stevenson. Sean Stevenson. I call Sean, Sean Model. Model. I don't know why. That's, just, that's, <laughs> his, that's his uh, show. That's what his show is called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there are a ton of contaminants in just trace amounts, uh, micro levels of pesticides, herbicides, pharmaceutical stuff like that. Round up tap everything. water. Yep. Uh, if you're drinking tap water, I know even in certain bottled water, cheap bottled water, cheap so. bottled water is a problem too because you're buying water that's probably been sitting in a truck. It's leaking uh, toxins and bisphenol A and bisphenol D or whatever. Like a lot of those, th- they'll say like bisphenol, like BPA free, but there's like other BPA. There's other B- bisphenols. There's not just one like, kind. There's not yeah. just one kind. So like if you're drinking, you know, 
whatever brand store brand of you know bottled water it's probably been sitting in a hot truck somewhere that had to travel a long way who the fuck knows where that water really came from like so you should find a source that's in a brand that's really high quality like i said i like mountain valley they're one of the best best sources i believe um i'm right there with you and if you use your like water from the, your fridge then make sure the filter is like up to date correct. and stuff and, yes and then you know adding electric near necessary electrolytes in there is good too and like Ben Greenfield and a couple other hydration experts, like in his book, Balance Recommended, you said, and, and I, there's different kind of ideologies out there, but basically like half your body weight in pounds. Yeah. So a lot of people are under the impression that you need to drink like water all day, constantly. You need to pee all the time. Like it's just a silly concept. Um, no, not necessarily. First of all, it's a little bit more uh scientific than that i don't want to say scientific i think it's it's a little bit more it's not as simple as that person. Yeah. and it's yeah. not as simple as you just need to drink water all day um because you can drink a lot of water and still not necessarily be 100 percent hydrated because you're not getting the right electrolytes maybe the water you have is full of other contaminants right. and stuff what if your so water has extremely high levels of fluoride or high levels of different you know <clears throat> minerals that you like there's a lot of water that's completely devoid of minerals and it's high in all sorts of different contaminants. Like it just depends on what you're getting and so, what you're doing. Th things that dictate your hydration levels, your, yeah. your activity level, the sauna, the caffeine use, exactly. Um, so, sedentary, cold weather, hot weather. And, and also in the long run with your immune health and your, your longevity, hydration, staying hydrated, properly hydrated will uh, keep, you know, the, decrease wrinkles in your skin and keep you healthier right. longer. So, right. So anti-aging roughly half your body weight in water per day, but also depending on how, how active you are, you should probably be concerned about the amount of electrolytes you're getting. So salt is big. Salt is huge. Both Jack and I are huge fans of Redmond's real salt. They're one of the best salt brands out there. Also Celtic okay. sea salt's great. Uh, depending on how, if you're sweating a lot, if you're training a lot, you need, you require more salt. We're salty beings. Yeah, Taylor and I, after we do the sauna or even after training session, we're immediately refueling with some sort of high quality water and either something like a liquid IV or just throwing in salt ourselves. Right. One of the things I like about Mountain Valley is they actually put the amounts on the back of their bottles. Uh, it will show you naturally occurring at the source in milligrams uh, per liter of calcium, magnesium, and potassium. That's pretty helpful. Um, if you don't like mixing Redmond's real salt with your water there, the only brand I recommend for electrolyte is, uh, Rob Wolf's company called drink LMNT. Uh, they're a really solid company, completely natural, no bullshit. It's sodium, magnesium, potassium, and I've heard incredible. Where's companies. the best way for people to find that particular, they're it's basically Amazon. Uh, that's what I thought. It's and, basically yeah. It's basically like uh, just in a powder form. It, it's uh, like in a little packet. Yeah. You can kind of kind of like a most Americans would know the whole crystal light thing. So it's, it's kind of like uh, that. It's <laughs> even though crystal light. Yeah, crystal. it's not crystal light. Crystal light's a joke compared to this, but uh, that's what that's kind of what you would be buying is something like that. You just pour in your water. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there's a lot. There's a, there's a lot to unpack with immunity. 
There really is. We we yeah. So talked about so. Yeah, I think we could do we could do a second part like in a in a day or two. We could do a second part, but basically, the foundation that Taylor and I laid. Taylor, jump in whenever you can on this. Is you know sleep number one, sunlight slash vitamin D number two. Taylor and I moving our body, so exercise slash what you do after exercise is like the third kind of main thing that we're doing. So the the exercise and quality of movement, and then the recovery after the exercise. And the fourth thing we've kind of touched on is what Taylor started talking about with the bone broth and the the raw honey and the turmeric and the, the little things and, the, and the salt and stuff. And so there's a lot more that goes not, into yeah. health and immunity and stuff like that than just load your body up with vitamin C, load your body up with supplemental zinc, take antibi- you know, antibiotics and bed you know bed rest all day. It's like it, no, like there's more, way, way more the equation than that. Uh, and it's just really not that simple. Like, yeah, and, you need and there, to take your health and do. It's and there's there's not like when you think of immune system, it's hard to like picture it in your head because it's your whole body. It's right. not like you have your respiratory system, which is your lungs and your throat and your nose and stuff, or yeah. or you have your cardiovascular system. It's not like it's a system that you can visibly like see with the human eye. It's a combination of all these different types of things, and and I just want to reiterate once again, your body's innate and abundant ability to heal i mean our bodies are so going to be able to heal ourselves if we treat it the right way correct um i forgot to mention something go for it dude and we'll we'll kind of round it out with that we can wrap it up here in a second but i forgot to mention something that i do so we got on the topic of sinus infections and sinus issues and things like that i largely don't have any issues anymore at all like i said i chalk it up to all the stuff that i do now uh, but one of, one of the things that I do is <laughs> I actually, so before bed, it's going to sound weird. I gargle with salt water, uh, yep. swish it around, gargle with it, clean your mouth, you clean your, uh, clean the back, back of your throat, clean your tonsils, all that stuff. And then I actually have a saline sodium chloride, sodium bicarbonate blend that I just spray on my nostrils every night. I just clean my nostrils out every night. So if anybody out there is having issues with sinus infections, can't breathe out of your nose, whatever the case may be, try those things. We also mentioned mouth taping at night, uh, air purifier, quality air purifier, all that stuff. Uh, But a lot of people have struggled with that. Yeah. If if you're going to nasal breathe, you got to be able to breathe through your nose. So if you're stuffed up doing something like you just said, also there's other things, there's some Really basic things to do, like a breathe right strip in front of your nose breathe to make right, sure you yeah. don't get locked up at night. Well, also, if you don't um, use it, your t- typically your nose is just going to be like, well, fuck it, we don't really need to use this anymore. That's so just like the rest of our body. Our bodies are so intelligent. That that's actually true. It sounds crazy, but that's actually fact. Just like when you don't use your muscles, they'll start to atrophy. It's the right. same kind of idea. So it's it's it is super fascinating. I think we've. I think let's let's do the uh, another four parts of next episode of immune health. Great, um, there's much more we can talk about. Oh my gosh, dude! But all I know is if your immune health is in on point, or you're doing daily things to help boost your immune health, you're going to set yourself up for a lot of success. And your body won't get in your way. Your health won't get in your way. You won't have to spend your precious time and money mm. on fixing your health because you're maintaining your health and. Uh, I think that's kind of what Taylor and I are trying to get at here is, you know, Taylor's 
lifestyle boosts his immune health and his overall health. And that's the same exact with me. Otherwise, I'd probably still be stuck in the hospital with tubes in my kidneys and on 30 different antibiotics. So right. um, it's, a, it's a commitment. But, um, you know, we were kind of joking, Taylor, in the car the other day. Like, so many people act like they're just never going to die. They're going to live forever. Um, regardless of how long someone lives, you might as well get the most out of your body as you can and not let it get in your way. Right. Why would Imagine you if you have all these career goals, relationship goals, or family goals, and your body's holding you back. Yeah. This is kind of what the triad health does. It's the, it's the optimal health, all three spectrum, physical, mental, nutritional health. So you can do what you want, when you want, and your body won't get in your way, man. Exactly. And if something, an accident happens or an injury or a car accident, if you're in a, if you're in optimal health, you'll be able to heal quicker and get back on the, get back on the war path, dude. So absolutely, man. Yeah, guys. Uh, every meal is a choice. And I, and one more thing, I, I saw a sign yesterday. and Taylor saw it as well. Is, you know, your health isn't an expense; it's an investment. I think it's the best way to look at it because oh, so many times it comes down to the money topic comes up. Oh, it's so expensive. It's so expensive. It's an investment because it will prevent you from spending thousands of dollars on heart surgeries and all these things and medications and pharma, get, getting your drugs from the pharmacy. You won't have to do that if you have optimal health. Right. So it's an investment and not an expense. Exactly. Anything else, Taylor? Man, that's it for today. That was a pretty that was great. spitfire <laughs> end of the episode, dude. Yeah, that was great. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Hope you guys got something out of that, hopefully. Yeah, we'll put the everyone we alluded to in the episode, we'll put them kind of down in the show notes. We'll just let, list their names like Dr. Rhonda Patrick and so-and-so, and, uh, and you guys can kind of look them up on your own if you'd like, and there's endless amounts of content from all these people. So Right. Yep. All right, guys. All right. Peace.